following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey, ho, hello, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, who will be here with us in a minute. Uh, we're always bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a really fun show for you guys today because we're having uh, actual friends of ours come on the show, uh, not people we're meeting for the first time. So we have actress, producer, and director Sherry Davis and uh, actor uh, Mike Ferguson, both very, very cool uh, people doing lots of big things in the entertainment industry, and we're really looking forward to it. Um, chat room is starting to uh, fill up a little bit, so let's say hi to everybody in the chat room. Uh, Hub Reynolds, what's up? Did you find a new home? Cindy Lady Lake is in the chat room, and uh, and Ron should be coming any minute. Who knows? Hopefully. So um, I hope everybody had a good weekend. Uh, we had a good weekend, and we had a great time last week when we left here. Actually, I'm going to make myself a little brighter. Last week when we left here, we went to go see Moving On, which is the new movie with um, Malcolm McDowell, uh, Malcolm McDowell, Jane Fonda, and Lily Tomlin. Uh, we had a very, very good time going to it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's better. We had a very good time going to it. It was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, Jane Fonda did not show up, so she was a no-show for the for the uh, premiere. But Lily Tomlin was there. Malcolm McDowell was there. We got to speak with both of them. I knew Malcolm McDowell like 10 years ago. I had done a bunch of things with him, and uh, Ron had met Lily Tomlin like 50 years ago. And uh, so it was a lot of fun for both of us to go and do that and see them. And uh, I enjoyed it immensely. Some of the other people that we met while we were there, you guys know Leon, who's been on the show, Leon Robinson, a bunch of times. Well, his wife, Cynthia Bailey, who is on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's a model and an actress. She was there. She was fabulous. Um, Naomi Grossman from American Horror Story. Uh, she's been in a bunch of things, but she basically got to be known, very well known for being in American Horror Story. She was there. Um, Ron and I were there, obviously. Jai Rodriguez from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Uh, was there, and he's also in one of Ron's favorite Landy Kazan movies, Oy Vey, My Son is Gay. He was a lot of fun, and I actually met him uh, many years ago when I lived in Florida because I was the fashion guy for the radio version of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy on Y100 and Z100, and uh, he's the actual guy from the TV show Queer Eye from the Straight Guy. So it was a lot of fun. Oh, BJ Mezik just joined us in the chat room too. Hey, BJ, he was on a couple weeks ago. How are you? And uh, all is good with that. Let's see. Who else did we meet? Jai Rodriguez was there. Kathleen Kinmont, who was in uh, Renegade, the TV series with Lorenzo Lamas. She was in Halloween 4. She was in a whole bunch of stuff. And her mom was a famous actress, but I'm not sure who she was exactly. But Ron knew right away who she was. And so she was there. She's going to be coming on the show in the next couple of weeks. She was really, really cool. John Cho from um, 
I think he's an American Pie, but I know he played Sulu in the Star Trek movies. He also, uh, let's see, he was in, he's either Harold or Kumar, one of the two in all the Harold and Kumar movies. Um, he was there. It was a lot of fun. It was a very fun uh, red carpet. It had open bar and food. Entertainment Tonight was there and Hollywood Reporter and Deadline and People Magazine and all the you know major outlets were there. So uh, it was a little bit different than some of the other premieres that we go to, but it was very, very cool. And we had a really good time with that. Uh, who else was there? I'm looking at pictures. Oh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. So we met Marsha Brady, you guys. Maureen McCormick from the Brady Bunch was there. It was a lot of fun. She she basically looks the same. And um, also Don Hinton just joined us. Hey, hey Don, how are you? And B. Claudia from Germany just joined us. And now... Are we on already? Yeah, we're on. We've been on for 10 minutes. Are you kidding? No, I called for you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> dogs are all over. I can't walk. Dogs, stop. Leave me alone. And I now, here's Ron we Russell. On. Hi, everybody. I hollered for you, but I, could, I can't move. I was on the here. other side. I was with the dog. <laughs> How do you in. like that? The show was on without me. So you see, everybody is expendable. Um, nobody, you're not expendable. I was telling people about our event, how we went to the event and all what the event? fun people we went to. We went to see Moving On. Oh, yeah. With Lily Tom. I was trying to uh, look at the saw... pictures to see who we uh, actually saw. I love my dogs, but they love me too much. They're all over me now. Brandy girl, come on, stop. We also met this oh, cool girl. girl who was in Orange Astro, is the on. New Black and Star Trek, and then another girl from uh Astro Stop who oh, wants to come up from Young and the Restless. Oh, every week he's a star. And uh Okay, Astro, you're here. So tell somebody <laughs> something cool about what we oh and we met well, the director of the movie who was really cool. Well, I met Lily Tomlin about sixty years ago. Oh, I told him fifty. Sixty. <laughs> it was in nineteen sixty, I believe. And I thought it was Boston. It could have been God knows where. But I was playing in a club somewhere. And my friend Bobby Denard, who's a famous ice skater, he skated with Sonia Henney and in the ice capades, said that he had a friend, this Lily Tomlin comedian girl, and we should all meet together. And we all met God knows where, but it was a club of some kind. And I remember Lily Tomlin was with this gorgeous redheaded girl at the time who turns out that she's still with this lovely woman now, who, a girl who became a woman. And um, she remembered it. It was very kind of her to remember. She didn't, we didn't, we, we both didn't remember where it was. <laughs> we were the exact same age. We're both 82 years old. And, you know, we've traveled quite a bit and we've played in quite a few clubs in our day. So to remember back in 1960 is a little difficult, but she's lovely. She was very charming and very sweet very friendly, very down to earth, very much the kind of person that I like. And I told Jimmy to possibly cast her if she's interested in my movie, The Curse of Magic, playing opposite me as my wife. But we will see what we will see. We're still casting that part. We also met Michelle Johnston, and she was in... Um, and we met the Brady Bunch girls. Chicago. Wait, wait, Michelle Johnston, she was in Southpaw with Jake Gyllenhaal and Dick Tracy and Showgirls in Chicago. And my favorite, A Chorus Line, I don't know if you guys like that movie with Michael Douglas, but I like love that movie about Broadway. It was terrific. Yeah, and I said to Malcolm McDowell, I said, do you remember Jimmy? And he said, oh, yes, I do. He said, Jimmy was a very sweet fellow, very giving. He said, and I loved his jackets and his line of clothing. Why did he give it up and go into this business? I said, I don't know. He's crazy, I guess, because you have to be crazy to be in show business. Anyway, Malcolm was a cool guy. 
We spoke for quite a while. He didn't brush me off or move on. He was enjoying my humor and my crazy stuff. Also, my daughter Deirdre was in a movie with him, uh, Petro and Roses, or Roses and Petro, whichever way it went. So Malcolm and I had a lot to talk about. Uh, the movie was wonderful. We liked moving on. It has a fabulous ending. It's a, it's a woke movie. It's got all the messages of woke today, but it was done well. And I agreed with most of the messages uh, in the movie. It was funny I agreed with all the messages in the movie. It was very, very funny. And funny. And Lily Tomlin had the best uh, joke lines. They gave The writer gave Lily the, 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 the as we say, she stepped on the button and made the laugh happen. And we're not going to tell you what happens at the no, end, but no, it's hilarious. And don't, even, and don't even go into that because people will start to ask each other and big mouths will tell. It's a shocker and fun. Uh, Jane Fonda didn't show up, and we suspect it's because she had said something on The View that, of course, the world went nuts over her comment, and maybe they told her to lay low and not go to the opening because, you know, the press could have uh, done more about her and not the film. So I, I think it was a wise move, but I was looking forward to meeting Jane Fonda, and I'm sure one day our paths will cross. And also, it was at the Directors Guild. Uh, yes, in, which is beautiful. In LA, which is a beautiful building that you know had security all over the place. It was yeah. really it's a beautiful building. Nice. We saw the movie in the theater, beautiful red velvet theater, and then we went into the lobby or the lounge of the uh, Directors Guild where they had uh, sliders, hamburger sliders that were out of this world. All kinds of food. And I don't eat meat. You know, I don't like that junk, but I was starving and I had no choice. So I had a, a slider and lots of water. Uh, there was liquor, but I didn't do that. And there was all kinds of good Open bar, there. though, which was nice. Yeah, and I, of course, like seeing a, a, an old pal of mine, Naomi. Naomi Grossman. Yeah, Naomi Grossman, who, as you know, was in the American... Uh, horror story. She was that awful looking, ugly thing with the knob on her head. Well, she's not like that in real life. If you go on Facebook, you'll see pictures of her. So Naomi and I had a lot of fun. She's coming back on the show. I asked her to come back. She said she would love to. And then I saw who else that I know that I saw there? I don't know. A couple of, few people. A lot of people. A lot of people. It was a lovely, lovely um, room full of successful people who have arrived. There were no wannabes there. There were no dreamers there. Everybody there was in the business for a long time and made uh, points about it. So it was interesting to not be with the I, 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 me, me, help, 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 give me, give me, give me, can I be in your movie kind of people. And you got interviewed by the guy and he was on our show and now oh, I yeah. forgot his name. For, I forgot for his Fab name TV. Too. And I was from, from Rap TV, I was interviewed on the red carpet and I gave a nice interview, I thought. Funny, you know, my humor. You guys, I don't know if you guys remember, we had a guy and he was on the... Um, his little doggy. Yeah, he came on with his little dog and he's an interviewer. He interviews on all the red carpets, but he was also on... Uh, he was also on the reality show, the Vanderpump reality show, the one with the dogs, about the dogs. And stuff. Anyway, now I forgot his sorry name. Sorry we forgot your name. I'm terrible. He's very cool, though, and we were terrible. happy to see him. It was a lovely event, and we intend to go to more because they were very happy with Jimmy and I and what we reported. And I think that we're going to be invited to a lot of the, um, I hate to say, but upper echelons of the business. Uh, people, uh, I guess they're successful and they're just... Just bigger. A bigger, a bigger higher uh, 
group of people than the people we see all the time that we love. I mean, I love Marcel Waltzon, Sarah French, and Lorene Landon. Um, What's happy Sarah belated Davis, birthday? Because Lorene Joe, Landon's birthday was last I week. I know. I wrote about it. And and uh, Joe Kelly, all our good friends. We, we had a we good time. We can't wait for them to be in the upper uh, upper class of Hollywood, whatever the hell you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to call it. I don't know what they the call it. The next level? I don't know what next to call level, it. Next level or six, the, the ultra successful. There you go. And moving oh. on is in theaters, you guys, so go see it. I think mm-hmm. you'll like especially if you're like over you know, 40 or 50, you'll love it. No, it's just a wonderful film. And I love the fact that the, the, the stars are my age and older. Jane Fonda's older than I, and uh, that we still have a presence, that we're not invisible. And I said that to the writer. I went up to the writer and I said, listen, I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass. So whatever I'm going to tell you now is the truth. Otherwise, I'd walk right by. If your movie was crappy, I wouldn't even talk to you. And he looked at me shocked. I said, let me tell you something. The photography was wonderful. The soundtrack was great. The camera did not jump around and make me nauseous. I said, and thank you so much for respecting people of our age and putting them in a movie and writing about them. I said, it's wonderful what you've done for people of my age, actors. And he was just thrilled to pieces. He kept saying, oh, thank you so much, Ron. Thank you so much. He was so grateful. And I kept saying to him, I said, you got a hit movie on your hands for sure. It's, yeah. it's not going to happen right away, I told him. It's a word of mouth. And he said, yes, we know that. I said, this is a word of mouth movie. It's a feel good movie. People are going to go see it and then tell their friends to see it. So all the PR and don't worry about opening night if you don't make trillions of dollars opening night, because it's not that sort of a film. It doesn't have blood, guts and sharks falling from the sky or alligators eating you from below or or monsters or stupidity. It's a it's a true movie. Uh, it's a true to life movie. And the director and the writer was Paul Weitz, who also did about a boy. Right. I think that's a Hugh Grant. No, movie. he did. He did, and a he did lot American of, Pie. He's done a bunch of really good bunch films. Of great movies, and he's a sweet guy. And he was so happy. I mean, he's got tears in his eyes. He was real. I don't think anyone ever goes up and tells the writer or the director what they think. They sort of ignore them and go to the stars. But I believe the writer is what makes the star. Without a good writer, you don't have a good movie, and the actor can't portray well. That's my gripe and my bitch about the business is I'm never given a good part. I'm never given a script that I could really show my workability, my talent. I always play the same stupid crap, mafia or cop. Um, So so let's take a quick music break, you guys. uh, we're we're going to play uh, Many Miles Away, the new single, Get It Back, and we should be back with Sherry Davis. Enjoy. Bye-bye. Hello. for the wicked.
Hey, everybody, that's many miles away. Get it back. And I want to apologize for the abrupt switch into there. I had a phone call. Lots of you guys know I have a bad knee, and I had an appointment this afternoon with a new knee doctor, and they just canceled on me and rescheduled, but I had to take the call, so that's why I had to rush What's into that. What's with these doctors? I mean, my daughter's doctor left town. I have a doctor now that left town. They're not in Palm Springs anymore, so now we have to break in new doctors. That's my gatekeeper. That's me, too, so yeah. my knee doctor. I mean, I'm so on my what, third doctors, one. <laughs> doc, it seems that doctors don't want to work in Palm Springs anymore or, or, or Palm Desert. Anyway, so now, I don't know why. Maybe I, maybe the wrong kind of people are coming in that fancy schmancy hospital. You know, it was a very, very high-end hospital where hoity-toities went. You know, Barbara Bush and Frank Sinatra and Bing Crosby, that was their hospital. So now maybe they have some working-class people. I don't know. I just want a doctor who works. I don't know. (laughs) Right now, I don't have one. Anyway. Anyway, I want to say dogs rule my life. Here he is, the love of my life, my astro. He doesn't leave me alone. Make out. Let's kiss him. Tongue kiss me. (laughs) Anyway, let's bring on Sherry. Let's make sure we can hear her. And if so, we'll do an intro. Bring her on, Juan. Where is my girl? Hey. Where's my girl? Say something. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We can hear. Good. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. I want to know. Actress, producer, director, and gorgeous soul, Sherry Davis. Hello yes. and welcome to the show. <laughs> Before we get started, oh, you already know Ron. We have to introduce well, I, listen, Ron. Sherry, I must yes. because I'm busting at the seams. Never make your hair dark. Never what? You, never make your hair dark again. <laughs> because your, you. light, your lights went out. Red is your color. You Thank look you. so gorgeous in this length. This color, right now, you are the most beautiful I've seen you in years. Aww. I love, 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 and adore the red hair. Thank you, Ron. Yeah, I, I, I change my hair often. I think red is here to stay. Different shades of red, maybe a little dark root. But, yeah, we'll play around with it. We'll see what kind of roles I get. And, um, you know, sometimes as an actress, you have to change it up. And yeah. I, yeah, I, I the dark hair, you just look like every, look like anybody. Right. You look like you could have been on a subway with the black dark black black hair. But the red, no, but the red hair looks like you you're stand a, out from no, everybody. Right. In the red hair, you're you're on a private jet. Ah, oh, I like that. I like I like private jets. Private jet, redhead. So, like honey, what's Hold going on? on? Wait, wait, we have a chat room full of people. people they all love, love you. Say you. hi to everybody in the chat room. Now, let me get to the comments. Let me get to the comments. <laughs> Just say hi and you're good. Say hi to everybody because they're all like saying, oh, oh hey, everyone. Let's see. B. Wait, we got Lady Lake Music. B. Everybody. Um, Dawn was like, oh, I hope I, she has a doctor's appointment. She's like, I hope I can make it in time to see Sherry. I was like, yeah. Everybody out there that for some reason, if you've never seen Sherry's work, you're missing out. I love her because I compare. And you know what? Another actor agreed with me. I compare Sherry Davis to Barbara Stanwyck. Does anybody out there know who Barbara Stanwyck is? She was a wonderful, wonderful actress. Like greatest actresses for years. Ever lived. Barbara Stanwyck does what Sherry Davis does. Sherry Davis speaks very softly and kindly, and then she gets <laughs> angry and she becomes a tiger. And that's what Barbara. No, watch, watch Barbara Stanwyck movies. She was famous for that. I'm we definitely to, going to now, bro. No, we would go to the movies, and we couldn't wait for her to be wild. You know, she always. Got, got into it with a guy. It was always a husband or a lover where she turned around and fought with him and told him off. She was wonderful. Anyway, I forgot who the actor was, but a very famous actor 
who has worked with you, I believe, in a couple of weeks. I, Jesus, I wish I could remember. I said, Sherry Davis is the new Barbara Stanwyck. And he said, you know, Ron, you're right. She's exactly Barbara Stanwyck. <laughs> Barbara Stanwyck was up there with Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. Wow. She was I'm up definitely there gonna check her out. with one of Hollywood's biggest, biggest movie stars ever was Barbara Stanwyck. Please well, watch some of her movies. You're going to see yourself. So now you're in Texas today, right? You're not in LA. I am in Texas. Yeah. We just had my daughter's spring break. So we were traveling for about a week of fun. Good and, for you. Um, yeah. And so we've been back and for, um, I work all day, every day. And I'm, I'm like really hardcore training right now to um, get, I have like three features back to back that I have pretty large roles in. And um, I'm like hardcore, 100% on a health kick right now. Um, Me too. So is he. He quit sugar. White flour. He quit quit white flour and sugar. Can you hear us? Yes. Our mic. She can hear. Maybe not. No, I can hear you, Ron. Yeah, she can hear you. Same, um, thing. Same thing, Ron. I cut out all white things. Like my refrigerator is full of like fresh fruits and vegetables. And I've, I've never been more unhappy but healthy. <laughs> but I'm not happy because I I'm feel 100% better um, already. I feel 100,000% better. Yeah. And um, the only thing white I eat, like I eat egg whites. Like I have energy now. Oh, he eats eggs. Well, he eats yeah. eggs. Yeah. I, I, I need protein because I lose a lot of protein in my urine, the doctor told me. Oh, you know, wow. when you get old, you lose a lot of stuff. Everything just falls off you when you're old. No, but seriously, so I'm, I'm going to go. I'm up there myself, Ron. No, you're not, Sherry. All my, all, every one of my doctors have said to me, you're going to live to be 90 or more. You're that healthy and you're that energetic. And yes. I have to live because look at my precious flower, Astro. <laughs> I cannot die because he would be lost without me. He's up my Aww. ass. Like a suppository, he's up my oh ass. Oh, my God. He doesn't leave me alone for one minute. Wherever I, that's why I was late getting on this show. He was having, having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I was getting dressed and not talking to him. He's crazy. But First of all, you look terrific. You look Thank twenty you. years gorgeous. Than, you look she twenty is, years younger is, than you are. Well, she's not. She's and, young. Uh, you're yes. always going because you take good care of yourself. So I think that's fabulous. And I know you got a lot of things going on. And I want to like uh, make sure yes. because I know you have a, a crowdfunding thing for a good girl's guide to murder. So and I know I don't know who you're playing in it, but I've been sharing it all over Facebook. So maybe tell everybody a little bit about the film, and that way maybe we can see if we can get some people in there for you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we've raised thirty one thousand um, so far as of about an hour ago when I looked. Um, it's called A Good Girl's Guide to Murder, and it is um, a psychological thriller slash with horror aspects. Um, and the thing is, um, Chase Dudley's the director, who's amazing. We are collaborating so well together. Like, we will probably, I hope, continue to work together. And his wife, Samantha, is a producer, and she's kind of behind the scenes, like taking care of all kinds of business stuff while we're just like working really hard. So, my character, you're going to love the name, is Sarah. Yay! That's my sister's name. So the character's name is Sarah. I play, um, we were talking today. It's really hard to tell what the actual true, if you were going to pick one lead role, but Chase says, I feel like it's Sarah because I'm basically the mother and the, um, 
in the film and the wife of Bill Oberst Jr., who is absolutely incredible. My he daughter, was on the show like two weeks, three weeks ago, we had him on the show for the second time. Yeah. Oh, he's the one that probably said you. Yeah, he's the one. He's probably the one said that it. said, "Oh, you're wow, the, you're the Barbara Streisand, uh, Barbara Stanwyck." Ah, uh, he's, he's phenomenal. What a talent! He, yeah, he's, guys, he's the guy that said Jerry Davis is the new Barbara Stanwyck. Yeah, yeah, ten years I have been wanting to work with Bill, like, and it just like fell into place, and we like are. I mean, as far as like our production, everyone involved, we're so stoked. But um, to get back to my character. So my character is actually was a I mean, I, I can't give the whole story away. I don't I might get in no, trouble. No, don't, 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 don't. But basically, um, my character was abused, sexually abused, actually. And um, and then there are some things that are kind of passed on to my daughter. We'll just leave it at that without giving okay. the storyline away. No, it's serious. It's good. Sounds and, good. And it does end up being a story about revenge in, in the end and, and all of the psychological damage, the things that we go through, how we okay. carry them if they're not dealt with. Fuck you know? I've seen you when the, you the get mere, mad in movies. I just got chills <laughs> No, the mere fact that it's a oh. thriller, it's a thriller slasher, I like it. I don't it's, like I'm no longer in any slash movies, you know. I've, no. I've got no. I've told everyone. I've been approached to be mm-hmm. again in another crappy movie, and right. I said no, no more slasher movies for me. I'm out. I, you Both. know, you and I've talked about this many times, Ron. I'm not into slasher films either. Like, mm-hmm. I'm known, you know, for for horror. Like, I have more of a um, horror thriller. Horror, th- like my favorite does. Right, but my favorite kind of film is a psychological thriller. Like my yes. brain, I'm figuring out everything I watched before the end. Like oh, I need yeah. something that's going to hold my attention, that is going to have twists and turns. And oh my God, I didn't see this coming. This film has it. BJ Mesick is in the chat room. He's saying, get ready for some intense scenes. BJ yes. Mesick is also on, in it. And BJ has become like one of my favorite people in Hollywood. Yes. He's such a nice guy. You know, we've met him through the Mahal brothers, yep. and now he's been on the show a couple times. He's such a great guy, and I'm yes. so happy he's but, in it. But, and but, I also see, hold on, Lynn Lowry uh, is in the sh- is also in the movie. I see, according to IMDb, mm-hmm. at least, is she still in it? Um, I I don't know what all's going on. <laughs> um, I'm not fully involved in all of the cast. Okay, so I don't know. There are changes being made constantly. My focus right now has been all of the promotional things. Um. Honestly, working on the Indiegogo, um, doing all the all the publicity, those kind of things, um, talking to a few of the other actors. I know Lynn's been on another movie, so we haven't really communicated. Um, now, BJ is in it. Yes. BJ. And BJ, I consider a very, very good friend, a very dear friend. He was there for me the, the whole past year and a half that I was dealing with losing my mother taking care of her, you know, you guys know, having cancer, moving back to Texas, everything I did. And BJ is that BJ and his wife are amazing. And they, and they really, I consider them really true friends. Is an amazing, amazing UPM. He's actually a phenomenal actor. And he, if there's any problem on a set, BJ is the person that is going to find the solution. You know, the issue. 
We love BJ in Night of the Tommy Knockers, and I love you in Night of the Tommy Knockers. Uh, I, I play, told everybody. We said, I played a whole well. Yeah, it was so much Nothing. fun. I tell everyone, you have if, if you don't like the film, you're going to love Sherry Davis. <laughs> what you did was so totally outrageously wonderful. I loved it. It's just I said, over oh my the God. top. No, yeah, but the, but the, the expression and the see people have to bypass the sexy part and look yeah. at the actor. It's, I look at know, the actor. It's I don't make it be comical. Listen, I know you're not screwing him. It's an act. You know you're working. <laughs> so I'm not interested in the sexy part. I'm interested yeah. in how you portray it. So Thank I you. I was watching you, the actor, and that's what I enjoyed was the actor. And I tell everybody that. Now, listen, I have a question for you. Answer me honestly, or I'm not going to be your friend. Oh, wait. And, hi, and hi, Dawn. Dawn wanted me to give her a shout out. She oh, met Dawn. Dawn is the okay. coolest. She's the one who wanted, right. didn't want to miss her doctor's appointment. Hi, Dawn. Answer my question honestly, or I will not be your friend anymore. <gasps> Do you read a script before you say yes? And be honest. Yes. Good for you. Good for you. I read a script. I do no longer say, you know, I have friends that say, would you be in my movie? And I. He always just says yes. And then he reads the no script. No more. And he's like, I'm and sorry. I, read I, the script. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a movie right now that I thought I had a phenomenal role. Mm-hmm. I mean, I confuse it with another script. Okay. We're going to shoot it soon. It's called Red River. And that's, I play, that's I, a I play a, I, listen, you're going to crack up. I play a scientist. Guess what my scene is? I'm what? on a t- I'm on a telephone for two seconds. <laughs> that is a cameo. I don't do That's those. Fine. That's fine. That's no, fine. I, do, I don't, don't like to do cameos. I don't do those anymore. I'm producing it, and it's a pretty big budget, so right. that's now why I'm, he's in it. Now I read another script that we shoot in Nevada for four weeks where I play a very major motion picture star's father, and I That's love awesome. That's super cool. That's a good movie. That movie is going to be a feature film in theaters throughout. And it's going to be a hit movie because it's one hell of a thriller, diller. No, nope. it's good though. Not a slasher, thriller, diller, horror, wonderful ghost story. Ghosty. Oh, I love that. Love ghost stories. It could have been a Hitchcock film. Right. Hitchcock would have gotten it. So I like love it though. I like that you read the scripts though. I think that's yes, fun. That you so I, I've been doing this a while, but I've never, you know, my my. My adult daughter, who when she was a child, like I would never, ever accept a role and not read the script. Like, you know, I've got my manager hat on and all the time, like, you know, from my other professional life. And I mean, I ask questions. I'm a Taurus, like, you know, (laughs) and so I I ask questions like I'm not going to just hop on to a film like I want to know who's involved in it, you know, uh, you don't have to tell me your exact budget, but you know, roundabout is everything going to be able to be covered? I researched the crew. Oh no, that's smart. If I'm in a Jimmy film, I don't worry. But if I'm in other people's films yeah. now, I scrutinize. Yeah, I've, you know, I we have a mutual friend who did uh, um, what the hell is his name? Oh, Clown Motel seventy five. And I'm in the next one. And I just said, yes. And I've never read the script. Mm. And I thought to myself, stupid, just because he's a pal doesn't mean you have to say yes to the movie. Now, I have no idea what I know. I play Sergeant General Milan. I have no idea what I'm doing in this movie. And I thought that's dangerous because now I'm going to be in a couple of feature films. I'm in a lot of like 40 million dollar films, right. which are big. Not 44 million. Four, four million. Did I say <laughs> 
I, I, I wish 40. Actually, there's one that's 45. That I, wi- I wish 40. <laughs> but now that I'm in four and five million dollar films, I, I don't want to regress. And you, I know you, you feel you the same. You can't, Ron. You can't. I mean, you can't. And it's, and I don't, for me, it's not even necessarily the number of the budget because there are people. You know, like I, I work with a lot of people who what like what we can do for 30,000 on this film. It's because of the talent. It's because of everyone pulling together. Um, so I don't always look at the number, but I am really, really big on the crew and really, really big on the cast because I will look at what those other crew members have done. I will. I, I'm telling you, I'm researching now. I do not hop. I, I have plenty of crappy films out there. Sorry, but it was. <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? Don't we, we all, all do? We all do. And and you we know what? Do. It's a growth process. And I learned from every one of those. I learned something. And I told you guys before, the thing I have to do with this business and all of these crappy <laughs> projects I've done <laughs> is I look at either things I do want to do or things I don't want to do. And most of those projects we're talking about, you know, that I'm not so proud of, sorry, um, but I was disrespected on a lot of those as well. So um, those projects, you know, I learned what I damn sure didn't want to do. I think, Listen, I think we, so. we never know what a movie's going to turn out to be. We have no idea. The reason I like $4 million and $5 million films is because you're going to agree with me. I don't have buy-in actors, actors that give yeah. money to be in a movie that have never acted before that ruin a film. Right. I don't want to work with an amateur that when my scene is good and I'm feeding it and the amateur looks at me like an idiot and stands there peeing in his bloomers. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that. I also and, think, though. No, I, so in a $4 million film, we hire SAG people and we hire right. reliable actors that right. I love to work with. That I've worked with all my life. You know, I did television. I worked with Rock Hudson, with uh, Sarah. Uh, no, what the fuck was her name? Uh, <laughs> Farrah Fawcett and the Charlie's Angels thing. I worked on a lot of, you know, big stuff in my day. And to come here to go to these crappy $2 movies with the buy-in people that don't know how to act. And it's so obvious when you see the film, you see these people are flat like cardboard. And here I am acting in animating, you know, doing all my jazz, and these jerks should right. stand there. So you look, Wait, like, I go you back. look like you're eating the scenery. I want to go back, because first of all... Um, but do you agree with that? I Buy mean, it. to the point, I have a lot of experience in the in the pay-to-play, and, we're, and we've got a, you know, a handful of roles we're doing that with in our film now. We were very, very selective about, honestly, who we let get the perk. Right. You no? Know? Yes. Um, because we... Ch- Chase and I had talked constantly about that that really you know this script is so good it's so good and the cast is so small but there were people who were like background or featured extra that we could we could put a few lines in there you know it wasn't going to affect the integrity of the film if they can act it's look Right. There are a lot of newcomers right. who are wonderful actors. Right. I, I think, you know, having worked with, you know, some of my good friends over and over, um, you know, who, who sell perks and do great. I, I feel like it, it makes sense. It makes sense when you are trying to fund a movie 
and you're trying to get it out there, it, it's another way to get it done. And it's hard work. I mean, it is really, really hard work um, raising this money. You know this, Jimmy. I mean, oh, you know. I know. It's hard. And, and I, I have two other films I'm privately raising money for as well. Um, because, you know, I'm really, you know, my, my goal, I've like I've talked to Michael and Sonny and, and other people, you know, my goal is to become a part of PGA this year. Like that's a personal goal for me. me so too. I'm really working on the producer stuff. Um, but <laughs> I, I think it serves its purpose and it is, as an actress, I 1000% agree with you, Ron, that I don't like acting opposite of somebody who- A cardboard can't. figure. Listen, if you read my page, I wrote today about the title was The Star. I wrote about what it is like to be an actor. And at the very end, I wrote, money investors have got to learn that a good script will make just as much money as Angelina Jolie getting paid $15 million for a film. We need these investors to stop with the famous names. We're bored. We're tired of Angelina and Brad Pitt and all the rest of them. There's seven or eight of them that we see in every goddamn movie. There are so many young, wonderful actors coming up today that don't get a break because they can't get in a decent film because they don't have a big name. So Jimmy yells at me. He said, don't write that up. My investors won't like it. I said, I don't give a fuck. I'm 82 years old. I'll be dead soon. What do I give a damn? I'm going to leave something behind in Hollywood. My voice, my word. And everybody on my Facebook page agrees with me. Every actor agrees with me. Stop with giving Angie and Brat $30 million to yeah. be in a movie. Give us good actors money for our film. We shouldn't have to beg for, for film. We shouldn't have to hire non-professional people to give you crappy films. Give us a break. Give us the money. We'll give you a good movie and you'll make a lot of money. We're over the star thing. Woke has woken up and Woke has shown us that $15 million. And I love Angie. You know, I knew her. I, I gave her peanut butter sandwiches as a kid. She hung out with my daughter. No, Deirdre and Angie were pals. I know Angie since she's two years old, three years old. And I'm not saying anything bad about Angie. I'm happy she's worth $150 million. But, you know, you don't need 15 more, dear. <laughs> but, you no. know, back to the, the pay to play, as we, we kind of call it. I mean, and, you know, like I said, we're doing that on our film. And I've worked on many films that, I mean, it serves its purpose if I was just starting out and it's kind of a shortcut to get your career going if you do it the right way. Okay. And if you join the right film projects, okay, that's the thing. So if you're investing your pay to play, as we call it, you know, I mean, again, asking the right questions, looking at the filmmakers work um, and, and really taking your role seriously to where you do the work like, like, if you're just starting out, do the work. Watch yourself. Be a professional. Be a professional. Like, exactly. Take it seriously because you're working with, and, and it was your money you invested and your time. So if you're going to do it, put in the work. So when you get on that set, you you can hold your own. You know what I'm saying? I understand needing clips, needing footage, not getting cast, don't have an agent. I understand all of that because and I've watched the industry change over the past probably 15 years. So I get it. 
It serves its purpose to me. I get it from a producer standpoint. I get it from an actor standpoint. But being a professional actor, it has been frustrating to me at times. Okay. My point, and here I'm going to make it very direct, is Sherry Davis is up for the role of Joan of Arc. Angelina Jolie is up for the role of Joan of Arc. The money investor says to producer Jimmy Starr, how many million dollar films has Sherry Davis been in? Oh, she's been only in a $3 million film. How many million? Oh, Angelina's been in a 250. We're going to hire Angelina Jolie. Yes. Sherry Davis could be a better actress as Joan of Arc, but she'll never get it because her work resume doesn't say she was in a $150 million film. This is why I'm pissed off with Hollywood and SAG and all those fucking phonies that are ruining our careers. I worked 64 years to become a, a, a known actor now. Could you imagine? I'm a, I'm a newcomer. 64 years it took me to become a newcomer in the business <laughs> because I had to put up with all the political bullshit about I was too ethnic looking. They wanted Troy Donahue and Tab Hunter, blonde, blue-eyed American boys. They didn't want boys that looked Puerto Rican, Italian, or Greek. And I look like all three. I look, I'm Italian, but I look like a Puerto Rican and a Greek. And they wouldn't hire me. That's so crazy because, because to me, every agent I've had, the thing has been with my dark hair and my skin was darker. Now I've lasered and gotten sun. No, I'm, I'm talking. He's talking though about like in the I'm 60s talking nineteen. Okay. I'm okay. talking nineteen fifty nine. Okay, if because you not, you know, being ethnically not, ambiguous is an advantage now. Yeah, now it's an well. Advantage. In my day, ethnicity was not in. You had to be apple. The girls had to be Doris Day, blonde, blue eyed Americana. And the boys had to be blue eyed, blonde college boys. I look like a greasy guinea from Brooklyn with a tough accent. And what were they going to do with me? Where were they going to put me? Right. So they put me in a cop movie all the time or or an Italian priest or, or a mafia, which I play all the time. So you see, my day it wasn't okay, easy. Okay, I want to go back. No, right. I'm just just okay. <laughs> We have Sherry. blood on his soapbox. Wait, wait, Sherry, Sherry. You know why I preach this? We have such a nice young audience of actors and actresses that watch us, and they're learning from what you say and all of yeah. our guests. I get fan mail about it. They say, Mr. Russell, thank you so much. I just learned something that you said or your guest said that helps me in my career. So right. that's why I'm tipping all you kids off out there. It's a hell of a ride. You got to be tough like this. You got to really like. You got to be it. just like this redhead. You have to be tough. <laughs> you're not tough like this one. You're going nowhere. It's not for the faint of heart. Let's just put it that's that way. Right. No, it is not. And Sherry Davis puts it right out there where it belongs. That's why I love this broad because she's true blue. She's no phony. She's not a two faced ass kisser either. She tells it like it is. Not at all. <laughs> She's a tough. So wait, tell everybody Texan. first of all. First of all, tell first tell everybody going back to a good girl's guide to murder. How do they find it? It's Indiegogo, right? Or how do they find your campaign? Uh, it's. I mean, it's all over all of our social media that are involved. It's all over my social media. Um, all. I mean, mainly Facebook has been the main one. Um, Chase Dudley, our director, um, his wife and producer Samantha Dudley, um, the do- the girl playing my daughter. Woo! <clears throat> Let me tell you, this girl can act. And how, how much experience? I don't know all of her background, but I saw her aud- audition tape. It is the best audition tape I've seen in my entire career. Wow. Good. 
That's good. That's good. I, I was so blown away by this. I blown away, Ariana. I'm, and then you yeah, also who, look. What is her full name? Ariana Harris. You guys uh, look at, look her up on IMDb. Her number will show Ariana. Ariana's version is Johnny. I might say her name wrong, and I'm so sorry to her mother, Marcella. Um, Johnny or Joni Shandor, and she also does a lot of promotion with Fangoria. And so she's kind of our little scream queen who's the Yay. younger version of Lily, and she's amazing. Um, we just, I mean, it's already like we're a family. Like, I mean, seriously, we all already have such a connection. We're constantly like messaging and all over our social media. And I have not been this excited about a film in a role. But when are you shooting, do you think? We we're, we have everything set. I mean, everything's set. We were just raising funds. We are shooting um, the end of June, beginning of July in the okay. Nashville area. So we can expect this hey. film to be out next year. Probably November. We're, we're uh, Chase is shooting for November if everything goes well. Um, when we, I hope we're going to play the song that goes to the film. Um, the um, Paris Taylor, which also happens to be from Texas, I found out, <laughs> is a singer. She wrote this song at 17 years old, Story of a Killer. Yay. And Chase sent it to me. And the music video, the words, everything about this, again, chills all up and down my body. I'm like every, I've never worked on anything where every single thing fell together and was just mind blowing and positive. And we're all excited and we, and just, it's, okay. it's, it's fantastic. I want the floor. I want the floor again. Everyone out there, everyone out there. Now we have, and we're not bragging. Five million people that watch our show throughout the world. Now, I'm asking all of you five million people to please send one dollar, <laughs> just one dollar to Sherry. Awesome. Wait, quiet. Send 50 cents, not even a dollar. Put two quarters in an envelope <laughs> and send it. Well, you have to, to do it on Indiegogo. And send whatever. Send Is it, it Indiegogo? Sherry's going to tell you where to send the money. But, <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm serious out there because out of five million, if one dollar comes, she's got five million. But I know that we're not going to get five million because half of you are in huts in Africa. You don't even know what money is. But, <laughs> but yet they watch us. How the hell they watch us on our show? Yes. Do you know how many Africans it's contact me and they speak in African? I say I don't speak African. I'm an American. I speak English. But anyway, um, please, everyone out there. Send something to Sherry's film. I think it's going to be a wonderful film. And in the long run, you'll get to see it and enjoy it. All you have to do, you guys, is go I'm to A speaking, Good Girl's I'm Guide to Murder on Indiegogo. Shut up. I'm speaking. I'm selling. <laughs> I'm, I pitch money better than anybody, you money comb. Okay, anyway. But, I don't have to talk about. I know, but right now we want to raise money for her film. We just told everybody. You uh, just told no, everybody. Don't get evil because, you know, I'll never speak to you again. I'm not, I'm not getting evil. <laughs> I want to talk I'll about Ron is spanking next time I see you guys. That's right. No, but seriously, folks, send whatever you can, a dollar to... to in, uh, Cherry, tell them where to send the money. Um, so you can go to Indiegogo and you can you can just put a good girl's guide to murder and that you can go to that page and it will show the perks. You don't have to buy a perk if you're not in the entertainment business or if you're not interested in a DVD or signed poster or being a producer or any of the bigger, larger perks. There are small perks on there. Every dollar counts. 
Um, there's also a place you can tip Indiegogo that tends to always add money, a little tip. You don't have to tip them. Make that number a zero. Sorry, Indiegogo, but we they also get a big they also get a chunk of our yeah, of the money that comes. Barbara Stanwyck has spoken. <laughs> I mean, I'm you know what? I I mean, seriously, if you're gonna I mean, Indiegogo has gotten is getting money from all from all of us as well, you know, from exactly for they're platform. making money as well. Right. So um yeah, you can go to any of my um, social media, mainly my two Facebook pages, which is, you have it up there. It's Sherry.Davis. Sherry is S-H-E-R-I. Um, and then Davis. And you can is see it, I'm sharing like crazy on my social media. And I, I'm, I'm an open book as far as people messaging me. Anybody that messages me will tell you I message them back. Yay. She does. Yes. Is, Angie, is Angie Baby a producer too? Yes, of course. I brought my friend Angie Baby well, in. When you, oh, when you speak, when baby. you speak to her, send kisses from me. Yeah, we and love. I miss her birthday, y'all. Don't I, miss her birthday. No, we won't. I, I I wish she would have moved to California so we could see her. She's such a nice girl. She's got her family. You I know, know that, but she could drag the family here too. You know, better weather. <laughs> Listen, anyway. <laughs> California weather has not been great lately. Yeah, that's I know. true. <laughs> I know, but the good stuff is coming. So, you yeah. guys, some of the other stuff you can see Sherry Davis in. First of all, I've never seen any of your any of the Raven Van Slender movies, but <laughs> uh, but Alien Danger they're one, fine. two, and three. I heard they're a lot of fun. They're you guys, fun. She's uh, uh, in Arena Wars. Did Arena Wars ever come out yet? No, I did get to see a screener. Okay, I got so she first edit. Got Arena Wars, <laughs> Bermuda Island just came out, 90 yes. Knockers came out. Um, yes. I don't know what Shadow Marsh is, but I've heard good things about it. Yes, um, and my friend Mike Ferguson, who's on next, is, is well, he's on our show next. And Melissa Rose and oh, Dave wait, Sheridan and Lou Templeton. Wait, what is Mike on? In a few minutes. Oh, Mike is coming on after you. Yes. I know. Oh, I can't believe y'all don't have us both on at the same time. I, oh, that would be You're too much. That would be right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, people are terrified of him. <laughs> they are. They look at him. They don't. Want, they would never want to meet him in a dark alley. And then, then they know that if they knew how he's like he's the nicest guy on the planet, he's, he's like a, a teddy pussy. bear. He's a pussy. He's a pussy in pussy real life. Cat, not pussy. He's a no, total he's a teddy bear. Like yeah, complete. Like he's the complete opposite. Tenderhearted will cry like the whole bit. He's, he's a complete. A teddy bear. He's the hard guy though. Every way. He's a sweet funny. guy, but he's nothing like <laughs> his nothing like his character or his image. Folks. No, nope. It's called A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Yes. A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. I want to make another statement for Sherry Davis. If you are a man 55 years old, tall, handsome, and rich, extremely rich, <laughs> extremely intelligent, contact Sherry. She's looking for you. Why are we putting an age on this, Ron? Well, 55 is good for you. <laughs> you, want, you want an older man to baby you and daughter you, don't you? A daughter, you're, you're, you're a no, not daughter. You that no, sounds no, creepy. I, no, I don't, no, no, I mean, no, no, I don't mean it that way. You see how sick you fucking people are. No, no, no. I meant, I meant who's who father who's fatherly is what I mean. Spoils not, you, not sexually, but people. Listen, Jimmy married me because I'm fatherly. He married an old guy because he wanted a father. That's obviously. not true. Well, you didn't want some young guy. You, you I don't want, want old... some young guy, but I don't want a father. Well, I'm you married an old goat. Father. That's because I'm physically attracted no. to old goats. Yeah, but I, I, I give, I give, I give <laughs> oh good father. Oh my god! Father. Yes, he does give good father. I give but... good father. So hold on. 
Let's go back. So some of the anyway, other movies, you guys. If you're out there, buddy, call Sherry. Um, uh, and follow her. Her Instagram is Sherry.Davis, but Sherry only has one R. That's what separates her from all the other Sherrys in the world. That's right. That right. separates her. Um, you guys, she also has other movies. Amity oh, Bell, wait a minute. Did you, ever, did you ever see her rack? I think that separates her from a lot of <laughs> You guys, yeah, there there. Go. she's got a set of jugs on her that make the world go around. I gotta tell you, she one sex. I think movie. that's the only reason Ron likes me. No, <laughs> no, but he does not. like that. That is it's a reason. Though. No, 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 I, I have to tell you something. When I impersonated Jane Russell, I had a corset made that jacked up cleavage, as you've seen my cleavage. Yes, tits made Jane famous, and I love tits for that. Howard Hughes was a tit lover, also. I believe that a woman with a healthy chest and a beautiful face is a lovely thing to look at. I'm not that gay, you know. I'm not dead. <laughs> I, I do appreciate sexy, beautiful women. And you're number one he on the list. He also likes just the fact that because you're not full of shit. Like, no, I like things, the fact He that likes the fact that you like say what you like yeah. think and you don't worry about everybody else you like, know, not liking it. And, he and you know that. what? You're not all over me like some slobbering bitch. <laughs> Like some have, you know, I was friends with somebody who you know, and I was very dear friends, and I thought of her as a daughter, and she turned out to be a rat bastard. So, you know, <clears throat> I don't, I, I trust you. If you ever turn on me, you ever turn on me, I have scissors. I will cut I learned the hard way as well from that one, Ron. Yes, I know. What did you say? You know, she's learned the I hard learned way. I learned the hard way as well, and I kept my mouth shut. And we all have. There's Let it all play out. Yeah, there's a she's, whole, she's got quite a collection. There's bodies all over town. Yeah, yeah she's got quite, uh, and, and, a, and a few more just last week. So well, you know, um, mm -hmm. when you were just saying that, Ron, about like, I don't know, loving me and this is how it is, whatever, you know, um, that love me, hate me, but you're never going to forget me. Yes. That's kind of become my motto. Like I, I'm kind of finally to the point in life where, I, I, I wanted everyone to like me my whole life. You know, it stems from childhood trauma, whatever, you know. Um, but <laughs> now I'm at a point in life where if you don't like me and I didn't give you a reason not to like me, then F you. Yep, I agree. I've never been it's disliked. It's taken me a life. long time to get here. It really, I still get my feelings hurt a little. I still, you know, a little bit. Well, but then I get over it very quickly. I think too, though, like you, I think that that helps you going through the ranks of Hollywood because it's like you're almost busier than ever, and I'm sure you're turning shitty stuff down. So, like, you have a lot of stuff going I, um, on. I have one script. I told you they sent me a script, Drag Queens from Out of Space. They wanted me to play the head drag queen. I said, Get the hell out. You had to go to kidding me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, Drag Queens <laughs> from Out of Space. All so the, what, wait, all the drag queens came from another planet to planet Earth because they killed and ate all the men on their planet. So now they're here to kill all, and eat all the men on this planet. So I, of course, wrote back to the writer. I said, well, who gets to eat the guy's dick? <laughs> he, I never heard from him again. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your favorite kinds of movies to like? Because uh, I know you're, you're extremely well known in horror, but you're doing some of everything. You're doing thrillers. You're doing a little bit of everything. Do you have a, a particular genre <laughs> that's your favorite? Or just a good script? I, I'm really torn between two. Um, again, psychological thriller is the thing that's going to keep my wheels spinning. It's the only thing that can really hold, hold my interest really, really well, because that's just my, my mentality as I, I figure things out. 
Um, and then, you know, being from Texas, growing up on a small ranch and the, and the lifestyle of how I grew up, um, Westerns have, has always been my thing before it was a thing, how it is now. Um, so Westerns, you know, and, and I've been kind of quiet about it. Like BJ's on here, he knows, but I, I did actually work on Yellowstone. Um, oh, cool. very, yeah, I had to keep it very quiet in the world. Right. I had to keep it very, very quiet. I did do an episode of Yellowstone. Why did you have to keep it quiet? But, well, you know, it's a, it's a very strict NDA. That NDA is. But now I can talk about it because it has aired and I did not make it on camera. Oh. Well, the fact that I even paid. got to work on it, that was my dream. That was a dream for me. That was a goal for me. And I had to rearrange one of my trips to L.A., because I, I booked it very quickly and I got to go work on it and it was freezing cold and it was amazing. And I, my interaction was actually with Kevin Costner and uh, um, the one that plays his girlfriend. Um, so it was, again, I mean, hands down, I, there's only a, a few people that, that know about it. BJ's one of the ones I told details about it. Um so but you're yeah. hearing you here, you guys. It's a scoop on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, and, yes, and Yellowstone is. is one of the greatest shows. I now I've only I only watched the first three seasons so yeah. far. Uh, yeah, but, like uh, I said, I just uh, the camera, but you know, okay. I have the experience. I will yeah. never forget it. Um, Kevin Costner was the nicest person, one of the oh, nicest people I've ever man. met. So fucking sexy, sexy too. man, Oof. sexy, sexy <laughs> man. He went around. There was like a special needs um, girl that was in a one of the I can't even think of the name. The walker that you sit on, and uh, he just like stopped and walked up and gave her a hug and was like, you know, she was background. He was like, thank person. you for being here. Like he he was just he made his rounds between the background <laughs> people, and he was just. Absolutely amazing. That's so nice wait, wait, to they, hear. they cut you completely out? I'm not in there at all. I did not make it. Not even a scene. No. Well, how, how about this for a story? That scene is I'm not in there. there. I'm in a movie with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter in 1959. And guess what? They ran the credits over my face. <laughs> the opening of the film. Yeah. There I am. I'm the soldier right there. And they opened the film with Barbara Nichols and Sophia walking down a yeah. train platform, and the credits are rolling. So right, wait, right was Night of the Tommyknockers like your other first Western then? Because that's a Western, kind of. <laughs> it's a horror Western. Yeah, I guess so. You know, And it's funny because when I talked to Michael and Sonny, I was like, what are you guys thinking? Why am I not on a horse? Why am I not a bigger role in this? Oh, like, yeah, I you mean, didn't get that. <laughs> You know, I, I was giving I was giving them shit. I think it was Alien Storm. You know, we we wrapped on that recently and I just worked crew. I didn't act in it. But um, I kept saying, you know, because they're, they're tossing around, you know, doing another Western. And and I was like, what are you right. guys thinking? How the hell do you not have me in a Western? Like, right. Whoa. I, I like Can you ride a horse? Can you ride a horse? I, I have like 25 pair of cowboy boots. Like, <laughs> like, yes, I ride a horse. I'm looking at buying two horses right now. That's awesome. I'm, I'm from Brooklyn and I could ride a horse. So of course you can no, ride but a horse. I know how to ride a horse. Like, <laughs> I do okay. also. And I shoot a lessons. gun and throw a knife and do a boat. Like I know how to do all that. And, um, so, I mean, absolutely, you know, my whole thing is like Westerns. I mean, I'm in an area, you said Red River. I actually live on what's called Red River. 
Okay. So um, I'm in an area that is so hot right now. And it's, it, it, I really don't have a desire to go back to LA right now because, you know, it's kind of big fish in a small pond kind of thing. Um, I mean, I've been in over a hundred movies now, Um, TV shows, commercials. I've done so much that now, you know, for instance, we have Taylor Sheridan, you know, Taylor Sheridan's place is a couple hours from me. All the filming going on in Fort Worth right now, they're shooting another Taylor Sheridan um, series. I'm on the Texas Oklahoma border, basically. I'm right in between Oklahoma City and Dallas. I go either direction. I can go north, I can go south. There is so much shooting. There's Tulsa King up there that's his, um, you know, with Sylvester Stallone. We have a ton of things shooting in New Orleans, a ton of television shows. Um, and then with me marketing more in Mississippi, Tennessee, um, and Alabama, there's a lot of like Hallmark. So, I mean, I'm out there, you guys. I'm just tight lipped about it. Like, actually, I've got a film. I've got a film that we're raising money for now called Dog Moon, and it's a werewolf film. And we're shooting in Texas. Oh, I forgot the name of the fun. town, but maybe we could even, uh, Put you in it. Yeah, I can put you in it as because it's a it basically it's got like all these like military people and we've got like some famous wrestlers that are gonna play some of the military oh, people. That's fun. If you don't mind being like a fucking badass like military chick, you could be a not oh, like are a, you kidding? That's you could be a her. military because we've got some pretty big people that yeah. are gonna be in it. That's, that's another um, kind of role I want to do more because you guys know in, in the in the movie you mentioned earlier, I was a military person. And that's another thing, having that look where my hair is pulled back and I'm minimal makeup and, and doing roles like that, that like, that's the thing I want to do. I want those, I want to show, you know, my, like how many different things yeah. I can do, like my range. Oh, this is a that's really why, cool you know, one. I really didn't mind being in, <laughs> I have to laugh every time I say a clown motel. <laughs> I, because I play General Milan. I've never played a general in the army. Right. And yeah. I did it so well. And you look great. Everyone loved what I did. So I thought I did it well. I didn't look like a mafioso or a priest for a change. Right. You were great. And you were I'm great. Gonna, I'm going to tell so. I'm going to like submit you to the, cause I've got four other producers, you know, we put this whole thing together, but we have oh, Sean Caden in it. We have a couple of really big people. And big right people now we can't well, mention, we have a pop, I'm in it. I'm we in have it. a pop star that we've sent the script to, and he's looking it over. And if, uh, everything works out. We'll have like the biggest pop star. Now in you're the world SAG, right? One of those Are you people. SAG? I actually, believe it or not, stayed SAG E. Okay. I just gotta, I, I just got to pay my dues anytime, and I'm right. That's it. I have, I have stayed SAG E from. I have gone back and forth with every agent and manager I have had about joining SAG, and it's been such a debate my entire career. And the big big thing. The decision was finally like, because you guys know how it is with FICOR. Like, you know, once you're SAG, like being FICOR, and I actually love indie film. I, I do love indie film. I love the passion of being an indie filmmaker. And I love the passion of working with other indie filmmakers. Um, so Now SAG has allowed us to uh, work on other films. So we can look. He doesn't understand all the technology. No, I don't. All I know is that I'm allowed, and so I give a shit. He's Ficor. So you know, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. If you're not a SAG performer, you're never going to get. If you're not a SAG member, you're never going to get in a major movie. 
forget about that number. Well, but yeah. all I have to do, though, I mean, I've been on major you. television shows. So no, I'm not talking about you. Dudes. No, when yeah. I say when I say he's you, telling it to other I people. I mean the, yeah. the people that are watching oh, yeah. our audience. Yeah, not, but the thing not, is, you know, you in cheesy movies. You have to keep, you know, you have to keep up with everything, though, and you have to pay your dues, and and there and and it's. There, there are things to it. It's not just a matter of saying, oh, I'm SAG. And that's the thing. You know this. Is, oh, um, generating enough money from those movies. And now I understand. Movie. It just went up to $4,500 to join. Yes, yes. And so all of you kids out there, don't save up your money and, and try to join SAG if you're not going to be serious about that's it. That's where I was going. Because yep. it's a lifetime commitment, said yes. you're going to pay through your ass for the rest of your life, whether you right. work or you don't work. You and got that's dues, the thing. Baby. Tell them about the dues, Sherry. Well, that, well that's what I'm saying. I, I, you know, um, you know, I know actors that have done enough uh, background hours on television sets because they were, you know, always background on this series and that series. What I call professional background actors who are SAG. They joined. You know, they became SAG the minute they could and they carried their card around and they're like, look at me, I'm SAG. And, yeah, me, and, I'm, uh-huh. and I'm a real actor because I have a SAG card. Which doesn't mean shit. And meanwhile, they have to pay dues and they're not even working. Right. And they're not making that much money doing background. Right. You know, and that's the whole thing. If you're not even making enough to pay your dues as an as an actor. Don't join SAG. Nope. Nope. But, you know, again, my, I have been, I have, I, I've gotten, a, I'm going to get in trouble now. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, a, I'm always in trouble. What the difference? I've gotten a, well, I've gotten a couple of those. You need to join, you know, letters from SAG before. That's okay. Um, yep. But again, I've worked on a lot that is non-union. I'm, I'm now back to, it's so funny because I started out working on big budget and SAG projects and then, fell into this indie world and I love it, but you know, there are, you guys know there are so many different things. It's a whole different world working on a big budget set versus a indie film set. It's professional. It's professional. It's just a lot different, you know, Um, that's the word professional. Not always because some indie sets are done very professional and just, just you. I've never been on an indie set yet. (laughs) I was on one set where I said, where's the camera? And they said up there. I said, up where? (laughs) <laughs> it was up on the wall. It looked like a security camera. I said, but what about my lighting? They said, don't worry. You don't need lighting. Oh, I don't? Then Thank I said, you, B. I- Show shared on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you. Thank you, B. Right, so everybody, listen, you can go to uh, Good Girl's Guide to Murder uh, mm-hmm. on Indiegogo. Follow Sherry Davis on Instagram at Sherry.Davis. We're going to have you stay on a second. We'll bring Mike on just so you can say hi for a minute. Awesome. So awesome. bring Mike on because I think he's there. It says Welcome Hero. I, I'm assuming that's him. So Juan is Oh, America's dad. America's oh, God. <laughs> People put their kids in front of YouTube to watch me. Some buy cameos <laughs> from me you don't want to pretending to be Mike Ferguson. I like love it. Hey, so, Mikey, how you doing? So, baby? Mike, say hi to Sherry. <laughs> hi, Sherry. I was hey, listening buddy. to you guys for a while. I came in. So you guys uh, have been in, you guys have been in a ton of movies together, right? I know you were been yeah. Shadow March. I have Shadow March, Devil Row. Let's see. I'm sure there's a lot more of them. Yeah, our, our, our careers are all tied through each other. There you go. There I they are. 
And and Sherry's in Texas, and you're in where well, you're in LA now, right? In Hollywood, East Hollywood. He's in East Hollywood. I never worked with you, have I? No, 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 no. That's because you will though, because we've been in some of the same movies, but never in the same scenes. I think though that like because right. I I forgot too because I'm kind of you were you were in Clown Motel. <laughs> yes, sir. No. Oh, you were the okay. Yeah, so we were in the same movie, not the same scene. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing a horror movie though, a werewolf movie with some big people, and actually Sean Cannon's got one of the lead roles, and I know you're friends with him. I love so- him. Yeah, I've got a movie uh, called Colonials coming out. Uh, April yeah, 11th. April 11th, right? Yeah. April 11th. Yes, we're going to talk about that when we get dumped, Sherry. In and a then second. we're going to talk about ah, your I'm love gonna life. <laughs> we're going to we're going to talk about his love life, Sherry. So no, we got no love life here. Listen, I've been married 24 years. There you go. And that's look. Okay, uh, here's what. Yeah, but I like your ex-wife. I wish you'd go back with her. No, no, he's got oh, a new. She's, guy. A she's not my ex-wife. She's still my wife. Okay, well, I wish you'd, I wish you'd make up with her. She's really nice. I like her a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so we have a, a fan who's a big fan of both of you guys, and she's like skipping a doctor's appointment. Her name's Dawn. So yeah. on three, the two of you together say hello, Dawn, at the same time, okay? Because she's okay. gonna like make her happy. One, two, three. Hello, hey, Dawn. Dawn. There you go. All right. Now she's happy. <laughs> you sure skip the doctor's shout out. <laughs> Yes. So, everybody, make sure you join uh, the Good Girl's Guide to Murder crowdfunding. We're going to say goodbye to Sherry and bring on Sherry. Mike. And Sherry, we wish you all the You guys have fun. I'll still be watching. All right. Bye, Mike. I'll see you when I get back to L.A. Okay. See see you in town, baby. Love you guys. Love you too. All right. Bye bye. Bye. He heard the kissing. So great. I know. He heard all the kissing. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, one of the badassest dudes in Hollywood today. Big 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 bad Mike Ferguson, hero, your dad. (laughs) America's dad. We like love it. So how are you? Wait, I was at a red carpet with. Him and I'm talking to him, and the mouse ran across the floor. He jumped up in my arms, screaming, <laughs> screaming as I held him. I said, Don't worry, Mike, the mouse is not going to hurt you. Right, Mike? <laughs> that, that, that happened 100%. You were so strong, and I appreciate you holding me like that. <laughs> At 82 years old, I could carry oh, I couldn't believe the strength you had. It was amazing. <laughs> so I want to tell everybody listening. So, uh, uh, Mike was on the show a couple years ago, but we met Mike when we first moved here uh, at a premiere. He's a, he goes to all the premieres. He's the it boy of Hollywood. And he's one of the and, nicest uh, people we know. And I told him back then, like five years ago, I said, you're going to go places. Oh, he yeah. had done some stuff then, but nothing like he's done now. I was like, yep. but I see you and you're going to be really big in Hollywood. And now he basically makes a movie of fucking every two weeks or something. He's like That's in a movie. Right. He's basically booked all the time. Plus, he's in some of the biggest music videos on the fucking planet uh, with some of the biggest music Stop video cursing. stars. You know, we want to clean up the show. I don't want to clean it up. The other night, I, I was uh, on an overnight for the Weekend's new movie. And then fucking did Devony Pins. I did two overnights for them. Then did Devony Pins early in the morning movie. And then rolled up to another movie I just NDA'd on to work a night shoot. No, you're so always three sets of 24 hours. Yeah, <laughs> which I like love. Which I yeah, actually I live on. I live on this stuff, and they haven't sponsored me yet. I'm so upset. They should 
be sponsoring you. What is it? Monster. It's like Monster. A energy energy. Oh, no, don't drink that shit. It's very bad for your heart. Right. Look, I, I trust me. I know. I treat it like a pre-workout. Only when dad's got to get up and go. You know, It's a work. All you know, we had, I got we had, a nap a lot. We had one of those for a sponsor work once. All and right. I was telling everybody how wonderful it is and it gives you energy. And then one day I tried it. And I thought I was going to have a heart attack and die. I was jumping out of my skin. So I said to Jimmy, we can no longer do that commercial. He said, why? I said, because I don't lie. Therefore, we got rid of the sponsor because I couldn't say anymore how good it was because it was bad for you. Yeah. It speeds up your heart rate, your your blood pressure. Everything goes on high. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. everybody out there, like, don't be encouraged. I mean, honestly, it's when I have to be on and do something, look, I, I've been napping. I I've coffee. been napping, he said. Have yeah, coffee. yeah. I, I mean, I nap a lot, and uh, just because look, man, I do it moving around and stuff like this. Look, I, I'm 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 a grown ass man, and a lot of these roles are pretty physical that I yes. do. And and, and and like literally, I just did a scene the other day. The director came in. Are you okay? I was wearing knee pads and shit, but I sold it like a song, bitch. But I look, man, when you're when you. It, you, you feel the lumps and bumps now where, you know, even five years ago, I didn't feel them the same way. I like love lumps it. And One bumps. thing I didn't know you were in. If, if wind blows, I'm in pain. Hang on. I, one of the things I didn't know that you were in, and now we almost feel like I have to rewatch it, was Hell Hath No Fury because we're pretty good friends with Nina Bergman. Oh, I and, love uh, it. I'm not, I'm not in that movie. Listen, this is a funny story. Uh, that we started doing carpentry work on that. Uh, I was I was an art swing and I, I was a carpenter on that. Oh I my built, gosh! Built, okay, built. so we didn't miss you then. No, you didn't miss It's it's funny because they I was working on that movie as a carpenter and then they tried to uh, hire me for prop master and this was one of the earliest jobs going back into COVID in 2020. Well, I had signed on from a little movie called The Last Deal. And I had this job, this prop master job, last two weeks, two and a half weeks, whatever it was. Or I'd take six days acting, and I was broke as fuck. <laughs> and I took that six days of acting, Absolutely. which I would have made weight. But listen, I got to do, which the last deal just came out. Yes. Literally, came out. We had a uh, yeah, major markets, I think 22 theater release or more. Um uh, we 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 uh we've got some more news coming from that. Somebody just jumped on the soundtrack, and there's still life in that movie. It's it's when I did that movie right you know right around that Hell Hath No Fury time, and they'd hit me up. It was a good movie, by the way. It was a it was a great movie. It was actually a good. It was movie. a great movie. I the, the, the Hell Hath No Fury. Yeah, it was good. I loved. Oh, it's it. good. Yeah, it's good. I loved it from beginning to end. And I fell in love with her. She's a wonderful person and a terrific actress. We went to no, her 100%. birthday. We went to her birthday party, and I got to know her socially. And yeah. she's just a lovely, down to earth, terrific gal. So let's go. Let's go, Colonials. April eleventh. I wrote down Daniel Roebuck, Sean Kane, and Jamie Bernadette, Greg Creek, because those are the people I know. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you. Listen, this movie's just packed with people. And look, Greg Creek. Come on, he's just working with uh, Kevin Hart. You know, I'm saying Greg Creek is next level. Jamie Bernadette, next we level. John no, Keenan, next level. Daniel Robot, come on. Monster. Sean Payne is going to play my son in a movie, and I love oh, him. Oh, it's amazing. I love him to death. He's and such a good, heartfelt, amazing martial artist. 
So it's, just, it's a it's a space movie, right? And I think so. M- Michelle produced it or something too. I think right, Michelle Kanan. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. She did. Yeah, yeah, she did. Uh, yeah, it's a sci-fi movie, and I'm Darth Vader in this. I'm this is my James Earl Jones moment. I'm Grom, the bad guy, the leader of the Exiles, going after uh, Greg and uh, yeah, uh, and 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 all the other colonials. I love it. it. It's just a blessing to be next to all of these people in this big, beautiful, completely world built by Joe Bland. I uh, we got invited, I guess, last. I, I don't know. It must have been a long time ago. They did like a trailer reveal party or something in L.A. that we got invited to. But we ended up not going because it was around Christmas. Yeah. And uh, and so we didn't go because. Oh, yeah. I went to the. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, we were going to go to that, and I said yes, and then so, I forgot what something happened with us, and we couldn't go, and so I had to cancel. But but uh, but it, I mean, they're they're expecting big things from this movie, and and I would expect it because like basically all the stuff you're getting in is getting bigger and bigger. Like I literally watched your music video shit, dude. So I watched yeah. you in the disturbed music video where they're like bringing you down from the ceiling, and you're like the fucking evil guy. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, holy shit! And then I watched a little Nas X, and I think I only saw your arm. I couldn't yeah, find they had me shirtless, but it's only for. But it's when the dude's jerking off the little nonsense. Yeah, it, went so, it, it went so fast, I didn't see you for that one. But I yeah, it wasn't it. shit. But Christina Aguilera gave me a hello. Oh, oh yeah, big one. Yeah, Christina Aguilera was a big one. He's just yelling yeah. Christina dog. Aguilera was a really good one. I did so many. I, I like oh, last oh. year. I was in Travis Scott Escape Plan. Oh, I had a portrait in it. I was in everything for music. Weren't you videos, in an Avril Lavigne video too? I thought I saw yeah, you. Yeah, I was one of the monsters in her head in the Avril Lavigne. I was wearing a tutu. Yes, and I they saw recycled that. The picture. <laughs> <laughs> they recycled the picture from that in this IV4 video. I was the love interest of this beautiful young uh, uh, singer, and she comes yeah, to the strip club to fight me. I pay money. Wait, for what's that. what's the what's the Avril Lavigne video? I couldn't I couldn't figure out which Bite one. Bite me, I think. I think it's called Bite Me. Bite me. I'm gonna like. We like, haven't seen Ronald that like one, it. have we? Ronald, I've seen it. I saw it when he put put yeah. it on Facebook. Yeah, that, uh, listen, I'm covered in in, in in dirty makeup in that whole video. I'm just a big hulking dude in that. That's Literally cool. picking up the lead actor who's playing her boyfriend, tossing him in the sky while glitter cannons go off. I had a nice trailer with a nice shower to clean myself after that. I was a good painter. I also saw you in the Meek Mill Drake video, and you you really well. You really see you in that one. Yeah, yeah, Meek Mill Drake. Yeah, that was the beginning when they started heroing me in music videos. And when I started working for this Blank Square production company, they were blowing up. They kept giving me bigger, bigger, bigger stuff. And then they separated the Lucky Bastards, which was they're the ones who did uh, Little Nas X. Yes. And they, they they just do gigantic music videos. Juan doesn't Those know who's cat, these, I was people are, but these are like the biggest music. These musicians he's talking about, they're like the biggest musicians in the world, videos he's in. He's not in like right. yeah, little indie videos. Leads of them. They the give me biggest. portraits or leads like of them. People whose like videos, you know, get like 500 to a Good. million views Good. and shit. <laughs> now, are you going to be in Clown 3? <laughs> well, I told him my rate's higher. <laughs> I told him, I mean, I'll do any movie, anything. My rates change it. I, I listen. I do want to say respect. I just finished a, a Dolph Lundgren, Piper Curta from Legends, uh, Amanda Rigotti, uh, Terrence Howard movie. I was six on the call sheet, 
It's one of the best arcs I've ever had in a movie by one of the best directors that fucking gets the whole genre. And it's an action comedy coming out in October. Huge people. Hey, let me ask you a question. Are you on a laptop? Hang on. Are you on a laptop right now? No, I'm on a desktop. Oh, because... Oh, there you go. Yeah, lean back a little because bit so now people can see the top I, of your I, head. <laughs> I, I, I said to Joe a long, long time ago that I would be in his film. And I no longer do chop movies. I told everybody, don't bother me. Don't send scripts. I only do thriller movies, thriller chop movies, and high budgets. I, 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 yeah. I don't have the temperament anymore to work with amateurs. I can't. So yeah. I, I, I will be in Clown 3, but that's the last... Chopper movie I'm ever going to be in. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, think so. Not, that's my question. How about you? Are you happy I, doing Chopper movies? I, I'm not doing a whole lot of horror. Like I just had a western that just released with uh, Brian uh, with Brian uh, Brian <laughs> Krause, DDP Diamond Dallas Page. I've got this sci-fi movie releasing. I'm the bad guy, but sci-fi. I've got uh, this weed LA crime thriller movie. Where it's if you haven't seen it, please do. It's the last deal. What's it called? Got so many different. I heard you guys talking about playing different roles. I play a Mormon in Static Codes. I play a fucking Mormon. Mormon. Mormon Oh, you're playing a Mormon. Wait, who's in Static Codes? Uh, Tara Manning, uh, Augie Duke, Shane Woodson from. one of the. Oh, uh, I know that. I saw the trailer for that one. Hold I saw it, the hold trailer. it, hold it, hold it, hold the action. How are you playing a Mormon with all those tattoos? Mormons. Watch the trailer. Watch the trailer. Listen, in the South, people do weird crap with religion. Okay. Yes. They find God and they look like me sometimes. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and like, if you've ever lived in the South, like Alabama, Florida, Kentucky, okay. Boca Raton, that's as far south as Boca Raton. Yeah, there's guys like me in Boca Raton that went there and found I don't think so. You have to be Jewish to be in Boca Raton. I actually know. I've met Brian Krause a bunch of times. He's super cool. I've never met Dolph Lundgren. How was that working with Dolph Lundgren? And Terrence Howard, I mean, he doesn't get to Look, Lundgren, the director, because I was heckling him in the scene, and this was Lundgren's coverage when I I did this. We're in a giant theater in, 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 in San Pedro. This early 1900s fucking beautiful, the Grand, uh, the Warner Grand, uh, or some shit. And uh, (laughs) he's given his fucking best monologue I've ever heard him do in his life. So fucking on point. The director starts getting me to motivate him to start teasing him. So this is how I meet Dolph. And the director had loaded a joke about him being a, a Russian asset earlier in, in, in a prior days. So I called Dolph a commie. <laughs> and, and I, I yelled, commie, you fucking commie, pork bastard. <laughs> and, and, and the fucking, everybody looks at me like I just, and then Dolph looks at me like, fucking, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and, and, and I never met the guy. And, 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 and so, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't really get to know Dolph at, at all. Uh, but, I, I had a scene or two with them or whatever, but who I really worked with exclusively was Terrence. He's awesome. One day I showed up, it was just me, him on the call sheet. I just get, my arc is so funny in this movie. This is me. Like literally this is, this is the closest to me. You're ever going to see me acting. If that makes any sense. 
So wait, wait, go back real quick though to to, to Dolph for a second. Like, is he a lot bigger than you? Because you're a fucking big dude. Yeah, he's big as fuck. Like Dolph Lundgren is <laughs> so big. He's in shape. He's still good looking as shit. But he's so no here shit. on campus. He's got to be in his guy. Call him a commie. I felt terrible. I think he's got to be near seventy years old, right, or more. Yeah, he still looks great. He still looks great. He's he still looks great. He 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 still looks great. And his acting, I never knew, is so fucking next level. Including his comedy, is so next (laughs) level. And I just sat. I remember I was sitting watching him and Terrence's performance one day. I'm sitting in the audience while they're filming. And I just got tears in my fucking eyes. I did because of how fucking good. I got background video of Terrence playing the piano with Piper Curta during lunch and singing and fucking, it was something I've never seen. You know what I'm saying? You talk about those big budget movies. Yes. This, this was that one for me. You know what I'm saying? Where I, I walk in and I'm getting paid what my rent is per day. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm like, you deserve it. You've like, you, you know, you've you've made a lot of movies that sucked, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and then you made a lot of better ones, and now you're making even better, better ones, and it totally like works. And we all do that, so it's terrific. I, I really think it's working through the genres because look, there's a place and time for all of those. You know, what I'm saying with the horror crowd with the genre, the lower budget stuff, the the, the stuff. There's genres for that all. If you want to live in there, you can live easily in, in the lower indie world. You know what I'm saying? But I want to, I want everybody to see me through my beard ads I'm doing right now. Those are viral in the millions. You know what I'm saying? I just did some other uh, T-shirt club that's viral. The companies, ad companies are paying to market me, market these other people's shit. Now that's you know, good. Like I'm making my own content. No, I go to a studio and pretend like I'm making content. But right. they, they pay me great and get my name out there. No, I like love it. You also just did Camp Pleasant Lake, and like I, we met. Um, I met Tom Walton at a party during the holidays. Actually, for Chris at a yeah. Christmas party, we met Tom Walton, really cool guy. Camp Pleasant Lake yeah. has a great cast: Bonnie Aarons, Jonathan Lipnicki, Michael Pere, Robert Lasardo, Andrew Devoff, Devaney Penn, Kelly Lynn Ryder. You, I mean, that's a that's a pretty stellar cast, actually, yeah. for an indie for an indie you know horror film. Andrew Divikoff is my father. Bonnie Aarons is my mother. Robert Lasardo is my brother. The my the fucking arc I have with this whole movie is so fucking unbelievable. The actors, Devony Penn, Kelly Ryder. Look, having Jonathan Lipnicki do some of the stuff I asked him to do to me for for authenticity. I've never had happened in my life and I can't talk of NDAs but it, it this movie works on so many different levels I'm super proud of this director he's a great friend of mine uh, he's a really like nice guy we've met since I, we met him at the party uh yeah. actually we oh you know the, you know uh young Zuck we met him at, at Zach Zach and young Zuck's house for a Christmas party is where we met yeah him. yeah yeah and, uh, yeah, those are they're great people. Young Zach, yeah. Zach, really great people. Yeah, great people. Good, friends, good, of ours. good friends of ours. Yeah. We love them a lot. Yeah, and, uh, and I thought he was like great. And through him, we met a whole bunch of people because I guess he hangs out. Well, all the same. Galen, James Duvall, yeah. we knew already, but now we know him better. You know all that. That whole the same crowd of everybody. Yeah, yes. yeah. So we've met some wonderful people through it all, and and uh, and I think that movie's going to do good. And Jonathan Litnicki. 
Do you remember Jerry Maguire with Tom Cruise? Right? Wasn't he the little kid in Jerry Maguire? Yes, he was. He was a Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire and my Maguire. Little Vampire, all those like great movies as a kid, and now so, he's acting as an adult. So, Mike, what do you see coming ahead? You see, you see yourself becoming a bigger actor with better scripts and better films, right? You're not going to do I, I the two dollar movies. I've seen that now. I've been able to. Wait, wait, hang on, you're not doing two dollar movies anymore, are you? No, 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 no. Look, I do all different types of content with all different price points. Last night, I was at a black market uh, escape room in Upland promoting uh, Michael Joy, his his uh, little uh, marketing macabre, mm-hmm. promoting that, killing someone. You know what I'm saying? Like it, like UGC. And uh, but I do things on all different levels, and so I understand the digital age, marketing, beard commercials. When I had one, fuck me, uh, NDA. I can't talk about why this is gone. And okay. uh, I'm in, currently in the middle. of That's so funny. Commercials. I'm like so fucking stupid. I was like looking at you this whole time, thinking, God, his beard is really short, but that's a tattoo. That's not even a beard. <laughs> yeah, that's my fucking tattoo on my fucking face. I, I've yeah. never seen your face. That's not a beard. No, that's a no. tattoo. <laughs> Oh, I've never seen you without a beard. No, that's my fucking. That's as Timothy would Woodward would say. This is rapey rape, Mike. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, funny story. Funny story. So I just did a, a billboard campaign for a very major financial. I can't keep going, but I'm doing a billboard, and uh, well, why did that come up? Holy shit! It just fell out of my fucking. Oh, <laughs> I had to do. A criminal background check, a credit check, a social media check. Are you serious? Dude, when they're putting big money into shit, yeah, they start. This is like the third or fourth criminal background check. That's an invasion of your privacy. That's bullshit. You're an I like the money. I I, I fucking like the money. It was a big pay. It was a really good payday for the amount of work I was doing. Plus, it's just good because the more money people are checking out, checking you out, now I just have, was hit up for another way bigger budget fucking commercial, and I can't do it because I'm on an NDA on this new movie I'm on that I can't say anything right, about. So, yeah, I lost like 20 racks. You rep yourself or do you have an agent? No, I, I, I rep myself all last year, but uh, this year I hired uh, back MJB agency, Myron. I've been with him prior. He's got me some really good auditions and stuff. He got me some good stuff. But I'm kind of a – I know everybody. Everybody just contacts me directly almost. Yes. Yeah. Well, I could see that, though, because you're also very social. Well, I want to go, back, working, I wanna go back to what you said. What has your financials got to do with you as an actor? I mean, what is the purpose? Oh, of- because, it, listen, when you're doing for I, – I can't – because working with anything in the money industry, if you're doing advertising for it, they want to make sure that you're – you don't owe a shit ton of money or you have financial crimes or you have the propensity to be financial crimes. So yeah, I had to go through this criminal background, all this check and, and I did pass flying colors, but right to the very night I popped on something. I'm like, my agent found out. Do you remember that movie I did for Timothy Woodward, American violence? Yeah. Well, in that movie, I raped the lead in a prison shower. It's shot like this. Like yeah. this, and that's all they show. What well, ended up on Because some people thought it was sexy. Oh wow! They wouldn't hire you now. No, they hired me. They hired me because they saw it was a movie. I was it, right? with... You had to explain it, though. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I worked. I did a movie with Bruce Dern. It was facial recognition. I did a movie with Bruce Dern, Denise Richards, uh, uh, which is Michael Perry, uh, fucking Quali Man, who went on to do Cop Shop, went on to do Den of Thieves. He's done a bunch of other movies with Gerard Butler. I rape him in a movie, and and, and but I popped on that. But hey, at least they were able to explain it. That I, you know, what I'm saying, look. Listen, America, I'm verifiable taking care of your kids now. Whoa. Great actor. It's so funny to me because you were very. It's sad how you have to watch what you do in film. It's sad. You're literally one of the most. I've never met Robert Lasardo, but he's kind of intimidating on screen. And I think you're one of the most intimidating people that anybody could ever like walk into until you open your mouth, you know, and they find out, oh my God, he's like the nicest guy on the fucking planet, you know. But uh, I think that really works for you, though. I think the reason why you nobody looks like you, nobody acts like you, nobody's got you, and now you're doing comedy. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm doing comedy, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's it, it's what some place I like to really live. Look, everything from my other past stuff was just raw emotion. I didn't know a lot about acting, but I understood emotion. Now I'm able to take and refine that into different things. So it's not as crude, but I could say the same things. You know what I'm saying? When I've become friends with these people, these acting schools, and I've learned a lot more about this craft so I could be better with it. You know what I'm saying? What you need to do. Cause aren't you also like, I, I don't know the name of it. I've watched a bunch of the videos, but you do, um, you're like on a comedy, like a channel, basically it's like a, a comedy channel for kids. And like they get millions and millions of views. Yeah, yeah, they just did a two and a two hour, twenty minute video. It's one point five million views in the past month. Two hours and twenty minutes. Their their subscribers are only one point seven, so we're beyond their we're going beyond their analytics one hundred percent. And that's two hours and twenty minutes of that's just comedy, nice though, right? of just, But it's comedy. It's a comedy channel. It's comedy. It's a it's a children's show. It's so a what, show. I have an art of about fifty videos. What is it? You do? What do you do in it? I'm Mike Ferguson, professional bounty hunter. I teach young men how to be strong and brave and how to protect your friends, sir. <laughs> in a com- comedic way. That's <laughs> in a comedic way. But I got to stop cars from running them over. I've got to have stunt fights. I've got to do fun. like, but but in a child's perspective, you know what I'm saying? I can't. I don't swear. Yeah, it's right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah no, well, it opened me up to other audiences. So when I first started working with YouTubers, it was Collins Key, 50 million views. And then uh, they tried to hire me permanently. Then I did that pilot prior to COVID, Manhunters. Some YouTubers saw it on Pop Star Television, the three one-hour pilot we did. And then it just went up from there because I had a cop car. I had the bounty hunter uniform. So the first one they did, I was just like, hey, I'm Mike Ferguson Bounty Hunter. Just took over the improv, and they couldn't rename me because I did it so good. I just came in and schooled these kids. Well, they schooled me, but but we worked on this together, and I was able to come in and work with them at this high level of improv, and, and really make something. And I'm thankful as all get out to those guys. So okay, so what is your favorite? Because now you've done everything. You're doing horror. You're doing action. You're doing comedy. I guess you uh, have you been a leading man like a like a love interest yet, or I don't know if you're going to get no, there. No, no, no. I don't think I really live in that world anymore. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm everybody's daddy or uncle or pappy or whatever the fuck. I think that's where I live now in this world. 
is that I'm an older guy that's seen some shit. Do you want to get out of that? Do you want to get out of that? Do you want to get out of that character uh, typecasting? I've already have. I I, I really already have. And and I don't mind it now because it's kind of anti-hero-y. You know what I'm saying? I really like, I really, yeah, If I, look, everything I liked about Ash and Kurt Russell and the character decisions, I, I'm not comparing myself to them in any means of the way. But those guys that I looked up to and admired and, and with these weird, wild roles they would do from Big Trouble in Little China to Evil right, Dead. And now he's Santa Claus. The yeah, last two right. Christmases he was Santa Claus and he was great. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and you know, it's, I'm always doing – I've did kids' Christmas specials. I've done – I'm doing everything that I've wanted to. There's no role that I – I played the uncle slash father figure in Shadow Marsh with Lou Temple, Sherry Davis. Uh, uh, I was a lead with the young girl in that. And – uh it's a great looking film. It's slow, but it's a great looking film, and it's really it good acting. Actually, we heard it was really good. Yeah, we heard that no, one it's, was it's, good. It's very, very healthy to play it. I'm tired of playing mafia. Yeah. Well, pre, I'm tired of it. So I have a couple of movies coming up where I do not play any of them. Yeah. I play a father in one to a very famous movie star, and yeah. that's what I'm excited about. I've never yeah. played a father to a man yet. I've played yeah. father to women but never to a man. And it's a whole different acting because you don't, I had two daughters, so I know how to act with women. Yeah. But now I'm learning, how am I going to act towards a son without looking like an old fag hitting on my kid? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a tough role to play a father to a man. Actually, say well, I mean, hi that's to- part of every actor's internal struggle. struggle. I, I mean, love that's- it. Whatever it is, you have to overcome that. Just like every set is its no, own it's a machine. challenge. I got it down. I, yeah. I have a mirror, and I got it yeah. down back. There's a scene that I have to cry. I, that they, I'm going to cry. I don't know if they want me to cry, but I'm going to cry. I've never cried in a movie in my life, yeah. and I want to cry at, at this one point in the movie because I feel it's important. Yeah. We'll see what happens when we shoot it. We're shooting it in Nevada next month. Nice. Also, BJ Mezik is in the chat room. Say hi to BJ. <laughs> hey, what's up, BJ? I'm in a lot of stuff with BJ. Yeah, we love BJ. Like we, he's a great we, dude. He's a great. We really dude. only met him this year. Oh, at the end of last year. So we haven't known him that long, but we really love him. He's a great guy. We never met him before. Huh? We didn't meet him before. Only a year. No, it hasn't even been a year. Uh, when he, he the Mahal Brothers film where they're all like trapped and they like kill each other one by one or whatever. Like that's death what we count. That's yeah, death count. count. He was on I was the show. With all of them, I was in yes. uh, the Mahal Brothers movie. No, we love the Mahal Brothers. They're very cool. So let me ask you a I question. I want them to make 20 and $30 million movies because I think they should. I think they have the eye, the eye for it. Uh, I'm unhappy with the fact that they have low-budget movies because I think their talent goes greater than their budget. Well, I think every movie they've done is a little bit better than the next. Than I love yes. Tommy Knopfler. I, I really watch their career blossom and grow. Yes. Yep. And, and they're really great producers. And they're really and cool. They're, really, they they're, handle nice people. they're nice guys, too. They were, they I, were super dope on set. BJ's amazing. I mean, literally, everybody's BJ, yeah. 100% all in. And his wife. His wife is awesome, too. Oh, she, she's, she's so great. But they put out a couple of good ones. Uh, I wasn't nuts about Island, but... We I, love Tommy Knocker. Like Tom, Art of the Dead. I liked Island. I thought John was amazing in that. Got the lead guy. He was terrific. 
Yeah, yeah. He I thought walked, he was fantastic. He walked, I really he walked away with the yeah, movie. He walked away with, he walked away with the movie. He was fabulous. And sometimes you got to, and he did. Bravo to him. I, I, I thought it was a great movie. I, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the Alien Storm one, though, because we know everybody in it. You know, everybody yeah, everybody. It, it's uh, all friends made a movie, and it's going to be dope. And it's, yeah, it's got some cool stuff in it. And, and so, the locations they got for that movie. Look, yeah, was I was in Malibu. I was in Malibu, I, I overlooking the water, and then I heard about the Vegas portion of it, and I heard it was super dope. Yeah, like all like underground and shit. Like it looked awesome. Yeah. I followed it. So let me ask you an actor's question, okay? Buck, bullet point, because now you've been in. I mean, we even saw we had a. Uh, oh shit! I'm forgetting names, but like, uh, what's the fucking Brad Pitt movie that you you walked through? Bullet with, train. What, yeah, like we saw you like walking through with Bullet Train. What now? What's his name? I forgot. Who? Who's the guy in the thing with you? I'm so I feel like an asshole. Like Paul Gunn. Love, yeah, Paul Gunn. Like you and Paul Gunn walking through Bullet Train together. We and, love uh, Paul Gunn. Yeah, we love Paul and, and Joanne. I love the tomato. Joanne the tomato. I love her so much. We're, I'm supposed to do a movie with Paul Michael Marino. Oh, cool. I'm in a it's movie. Great with Marino. What's up, dog? It's a great script. Uh, I really want to do that movie. You know what I'm saying? So I've read it a couple of times, which I don't always. I just usually read it and then take my shit out of it and make it mine. But this yeah, is what I've yeah, I want to wait, apologize wait, wait. to Paul that I forgot his name. I feel wait, retarded. That's a, okay. question, that's, that's a new question I'm asking all of my guests now that are actors, and I'm going to ask it to you. Do you read a script before you commit? Yes. Good for you. Bravo. Yes. I think that's important. Well, dude, there's certain things and limits I have. Like when I got Alien Storm, I'm like, I'm not showing butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the fucking script. I'm like, no. I was like, there's certain things. There's got to be limits to everything. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, 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 and you know what I'm saying? And there's certain roles that I don't want to rehash. Being rapey rape Mike in every movie. You know, that's right. the first role with lines I had. I was raping somebody in a prison shower. Well, would you and, like and, would, would you like to star in a movie titled Drag Queens from Outer Space? And you're yeah, of course I would. Drag Queen. <laughs> they sent me that script. I still can't get over it. It's months now. I, I, I'm in shock. Yeah, I mean, great. Yeah. I'm super into it. Why get not? The, get the fuck out he of here. He wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either. They thought no, I'd, he, I'd I would do it no. in a heartbeat. Who wouldn't do it? Yeah, you would. You would play a drag queen. Wait till you see him in his new suit. Yes. Wait till you see him I'm 51 years old. I want no, to play every damn role. They wanted me to do my Jane Russell impersonation, as a, and I would be the head drag queen. The reason they, they came yeah. from Mars was because they ate all the men on their planet. There were, men were no Actually, men left. So they came to Earth to eat all the men here. So I wrote back to the, the writer. I said, who ate, who ate the guy's dick? And like I said before, he ne I never heard from him again. <laughs> oh, BJ says oh, you're Lord. fantastic in Alien Storm. That it was a very fun, and we're all going to love you in Alien Storm. I love BJ. BJ's really cool. So, so I have a question for you, real quick, because uh, we got like four minutes. Someone just took me TikTok where my beard commercials is viral. Oh, that's cool. Uh, are you on TikTok? Yeah, my, Mike Doc Ferguson seventy one. I like almost hundred thousand people on there. I'm not very active on it. Okay. But I work for a lot of TikTokers. I don't do any of that. I just joined TikTok recently. Okay. I, I just yeah. do Facebook. I don't um, do the rest. So 
So wait, because uh, we've got th- like four minutes left. Is there a movie you want to like uh, push real quick besides? Uh... Oh shit, the one that's coming out on the eleventh. I've got two movies coming out on the eleventh. I've got another Brandon Slagle movie called Breakout with Louis Mandalore, Brian Krause. Brian Krause, we a second movie. I worked with him on. That's perfect. Uh, Charmed. Uh, what's this? There's a beautiful handsome who plays Louis's son. I gotta pull it up real quick. Whatever. But I'm in that movie, and it comes out on the 11th. So I've got two movies coming out. That that two movies coming out on the same day. That's awesome. Yeah, That's pretty crazy. Like, I literally just got there. Just emailed me. Let me know this. Okay. okay. No. That's so hard. yeah, um, I, Devin Pin was a producer on this. James Brezak was a producer on this movie. Brandon Slagle directed it. I shot this around my birthday last year, maybe the year before. I don't know. That's not the one you. Uh, went to. Or someplace for is it? No, that might no, that was after this movie. Okay, so I shot this movie in November, and then in May, I was out in uh, Thailand with Brandon Slagle and Devony. Okay, gotta love it. I just okay. worked on Black Mask, Devony Penn. Yes, yeah, De- we love Devony. Devony's awesome, she's yeah. a sweet person, she's the very jewel, fun. very nice girl. Yeah. She's a great she's actor, she's a great director. Like, she is a machine. Her husband's a great director and writer. They they they're just great people. That's they really compliment each other. In our business, a there's lot a, of nice. People. Yes, there's a lot of nice people. Okay, so we have two minutes, real quick. Uh, bucket list because you've been in movies with everybody, male and female actor that you would love to work with, that you haven't worked with yet. You can't count people you already worked with. Uh, people are gonna hate me for this, but there's a couple. There's, I'd like to work with Chris Rock and Mel Gibson. There you go. Okay. I love it. I love them both. Yeah. I really like to work with Mel Gibson. I think that, you know, here I am at an age where all these older actors are starting to age. I'd perfectly look great beside them. Yeah. I think, okay. Female. I'm a little uglier than them. Female. Female. Actress. But wait, I want to know Chris Rock. That's interesting. Chris Rock is really funny. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's a great actor, too. If you saw Spiral, you saw some of his earlier work. I, well, I just bought Spiral. Wait. I haven't seen it yet. I, I want to clarify that. So you want to be in a comedy with Chris no, Rock? No, he doesn't only do comedy. No, no, but I, I, no, I, I would do a drama with Chris Rock. I, I, I would love to work with Chris Rock. I think he's one in of In a comedy. In a, in a, in a, either anything, drama, comedy. Spiral's a huge horror No, no, movie. I just wanted to clarify why he wanted to work with Chris I love Yeah, him. just because I, I think he's a legend. I mean, I think he's a I legend. Think he's just the funniest guy in the world. I I'm love sorry? his work. He's the funniest he's, guy in the world. I love so his funny. work. His Netflix yeah. special, everybody watch it. It's fucking hilarious. When he makes all those sound effects and stuff, <laughs> he's just so funny. He, he's, I, he's, I, he's an underrated uh, performer. Uh, he's amazing. Oh, Somebody I really want to try to work with this DJ from... Eight eight mile fucking uh, hustle and flow. I've worked with all the hustle and flow cast except for him, and, and I he was just hiring for a movie and I didn't get the fucking job. I auditioned, and uh, but I'm gonna work with you. I swear to God, buddy. Uh, I love, so love I can it. Continue that trifecta. All right, so you guys, the Colonials, and what's the other movie coming out on April? 11th? Uh, we have Colonials. We have uh, Breakout, Brennan Slagles. I have the last deal out right now. Please go see it. I have Homestead on Tubi, along with a million other things on Plex. There you go, because we got to go. We're out of time. So, Mike, uh, congratulations Mike? on everything. We love you, and and I just want to see you shoot up to take, be the number one actor in Hollywood. We want to see uh, you at the Oscars. How do yes, you like sir. that? All right, love you guys. Thank you. you. We'll see you at the next red carpet. Bye. Take care, Mike. Yes, gentlemen. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We want to thank our guests, Sherry Davis and Mike Ferguson. Great show. Thanks, chat room. And 
We'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Woo! In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest news that you will send to the celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Missing past episodes, download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.